Welcome to the Kinetic Belief Podcast. I'm Stephen Canyon, and I'm so excited to champion, encourage, and edify you every day right here. Pushing the boundaries of expectations and rewriting the rules of adventure are the reasons we get up in the morning. This is a way of life, a huge and growing community of explorers and adventurers leading the way, blazing new trails, and raising the bar. We share your hunger for a life without limits, and we know you'll stop at nothing to get there. Everybody seems to want to know, what is manifesting? What does it mean to, to, to see a manifestation? Is it the physical thing? Is it when we believe it? Is it in the natural? Is it in this realm? Is it something that I'm waiting for? Or is it already here? Everybody's always asking the question, how do I know if I'm actually manifesting? Well, we're going to be talking about the science of manifesting today. I'm Stephen Canyon. Welcome to another podcast. Kineticbelief.com is the website, or you can email at kineticbelief at stephencanyon.com. Hi, Meg. Hello. How are you? Fantastic. How are you? I am so wonderful. I'm energized. I'm, in, I'm very excited about today's topic. Are you manifesting anything? Always. You are? Well, good or bad. Working right? on some good stuff, though, <laughs> Working right? on good yeah. things, There's yes. a difference, right? Yeah, absolutely, yes. And you, you, do you, uh, have you gotten to the place where you understand or you realize when it's, you're working on something good or versus something bad? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, at this point, I know if I'm in the zone. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. I mean, you get used to it and you, you know, you know, if you're off or if you're on, you... Well, you know, here's the thing. If you've been doing this for any amount of time, you realize and recognize that if you are revisiting a negative thought more than once, you're working on something. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's that focus. And I've gotten a lot better about not letting myself spiral. That's great. Yeah, that's a big one because, you know, one negative thought just seems to lead to a thousand if you let it. You ever know any, known anybody that's, you know, they, they screw something up first thing in the morning and they go, why is my whole day just terrible? Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, it's my five-year-old niece, but. <laughs> <laughs> right, sure. Or, or, or your 80-year-old mother. Yep, it spans the gamut. Yep. <laughs> Anybody. We all do it. Everybody's done that. You know, why, does it, why is this day just so terrible? I'm actually just surprised that your phone's not ringing because you just called my mother 80. She's not. Well, you know, that, that way, if she's listening, then she'll know that I wasn't talking about her. Oh, see, that's perfect. Smart. <laughs> if smart, you got it manifesting yeah it's um it can be really simple or it can be really complicated I think there there are many ways to look at it and I'm just I'm excited today about taking sort of a deep dive into a look at this well and that's why we're going to get involved with the science of of manifesting yes. what it means to manifest and I think there is a lot of confusion that folks have with uh, understanding what it means to actually manifest something mm -hmm. and it's not just the the old uh, you know genie bottle and you're that's just wishing thinking. for something yeah. and then you run outside and oh there is the car I've always been hoping for it's manifested <laughs> yeah. and it's now materialized and it's sitting in the driveway <laughs> yay me look what I I just laid an egg uh, yeah in five seconds <laughs> yeah. I can manifest anything not quite it it's not far off sounds like a good Disney movie though doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> so we're going to delve into that. And in fact, um, this is one of my favorite subjects and topics to talk about mm -hmm. because this is where um, this is where the, the power of attraction gets to be exciting. There are different types of manifestation. There's different ways that we manifest. And of course, there is the the physical application of actually manifesting perfected health. Manifesting mm -hmm. yeah. uh, someone into your life uh, to love unconditionally that yes. is made perfect for you and that you are actually perfect for. Yeah. There's the manifestation of a professional pursuit where you are, you know, you, you become a closer on uh, with sales. You know, you can be knocking on doors or you're working the phones or you are, you know, selling something of uh, uh, you're selling to hospitals directly. Maybe it's uh, big machinery and x-ray equipment whatever it is, there is a manifestation of success in business. And we'll be talking about that as well. Well, and I like that you mentioned the, you know, it's not uh, as simple as rubbing a lamp, the genie thing, but I like 
to think that, you know, it's also not grueling. Um, a lot of people, when they approach manifestation, they, they approach it from a way of like, I'm going to do the work. I'm going to do the steps. I'm going to, I'm going to manifest if it kills me. <laughs> you know, they sort of approach it from this dogmatic, really difficult place. But I think there's a happy medium that we're going to find today. And we're going to learn how to get really into the flow of manifesting. Well, those three different types of manifestations that I just mentioned, you know, what is really cool about it is all of them work exactly the same way. You're going to manifest perfected health. Let's say that you found out you've got the bad report from the doctor and it doesn't look good. And uh, they tell you that you've got something terminal. You deal with that in the exact same way that you deal with selling uh, x-ray equipment to a hospital Mm. or closing the deal on a car or, you know, selling light bulbs on the telephone over the phone to somebody. It all it all works exactly the same way, even though you're manifesting different things. And to me, that just means that, oh, my goodness, if you have. Um, an amazing process for manifesting in your arsenal, you can accomplish anything. You can do anything you can imagine. And that's right. That's what we were talking about is being empowered by knowing how to work the law of attraction. Mm -hmm. And it's done through, first of all, understanding how to um, operate kinetic belief. And that's the very thing that uh, activates the law of attraction, the universal law of attraction. So let's back up for just a minute. Since we're talking about science, I want everybody to understand that there we're actually going into the quantum physics uh, area of, of science when we talk about manifesting and substance of things hoped for. The God particle is something that was verified, and actually it was a theory that was drawn up way back when, when uh, by pen and paper by British physicist Peter Higgs, and it was done at his office in Edinburgh University about 50 years ago. One of my favorite cities, by the way. Oh, love, it's beautiful. Love Edinburgh. Yeah. But the theory said that the elementary particles, like the quarks and electrons, inside of atoms that they all get their mass from this invisible field that stretches through all of space without something to give uh, particles mass then there would there would be actually no stars no planets no life as we know it you see the point of discovery left all these researchers pretty much speechless uh, back in 2012 it's actually on july the 4th when the evidence of that creative force of belief was actually for the first time proven in a laboratory scientifically proven to exist and so now here we understand that the elusive uh, biased god particle allows for the existence of everything in the universe and it creates something where there had been absolutely nothing at all but now here's what's really cool meg is that it creates it to an expected outcome and you see that's what uh that's what the family of, of law of attractors are all working on, is an expected outcome, be it in their mind, body, spirit, soul, uh, perfected health, relationships, whatever it is. We're all working on an expected outcome for manifestation. And so that's what gets to be kind of really cool about this. It puts you back in the driver's seat. That's what I was just going to say. It's so exciting, the concept of we know we're creators and we know that everything is made up basically of the same material at its base but then that that little it's like a little missing link in understanding manifesting uh that god particle is what we manipulate as creators that's it's very cool well all of us have been given a knowing and everybody knows that they have the knowing they just don't know what to do with it in other words <laughs> yeah. everybody knows that they have that missing link on the inside of them yeah so is it really missing right <laughs> if we know that we have it nothing's so really it's, missing it's not is really it? missing <laughs> but now here's up. the thing is what we are working on and we do this in our own master classes the workshops that we we uh we go out and we hold these and is we awaken the supernatural ability of perception Mm. and that's what we're talking about that is the innate quality inside of all of us that essence of the original source that is is that link as you put it that's in the on the inside of us is we're just simply awakening that that ability of perception the ability to see beyond the natural Mm. to see beyond the senses to live a life by belief by faith 
calling things that are not already in existence in our lives into existence. And it can be actually manifesting something that didn't exist before. And that's on a supernatural level of creation. That's where miracles take place to just rearranging circumstances, rearranging people that are in your life, rearranging a lifestyle according to the belief that you already have. This is the this is where the, the rubber of our faith, of our belief, meets the road. Mm, I like that. Um, you, you've been talking about the, quote, supernatural ability of perception. Is that something you're going to expound on? I mean, should, yeah, I, that's, that's, should I hold my questions? Yeah, no, no, that's, a, that's, yeah, we are going to talk about that. Creating something where there had not been anything at all into an expected outcome, where that's absolutely, we're going to cover that because that is a huge part. And that's actually one of the most exciting things about being a, a supernatural creator and understanding how to, to attract these things into our lives. That's well, where it, that's so much fun. And I've never heard it worded quite that way, the ability of perception, um, which really, in my mind, when I hear that, it denotes almost like a posturing, you know, a mental, a spiritual, emotional posturing to perceive, to trust your gut, not trust your gut. Um, it's it's a really interesting. I'm excited to talk about that. That's, Supernatural that's cool. ability of perception yeah. that is key. Yeah. Not living by what you see, feel, hear. No, not living by what you're told. Mm. Not living by the bad report. Yeah. Not living by what the news is telling you. Negative news media. Anything that comes with negativity yeah. is the very thing that you're going to be casting down. Not holding on to because what you're holding on to is the very is what's going to manifest. That's what's going to become your reality, yeah. even before you see it. Which is another great question that we're going to answer. Is it manifested before you see it? Uh, ah, chicken and the egg. Yeah, <laughs> we're talking about two Which came first. two different things here. Wow, manifestation, yeah. manifestation. So basically, you know, today it sounds like we're going to be doing a lot of tethering between the. Uh, the spiritual, the ether, if you will, and the physical world. That that mani- manifesting really is that bridge, isn't it? Between yes, those two I places. want to awaken the faith, the, the belief inside of everybody, the supernatural ability of perception to awaken that because kinetic belief is the thing that is it's what connects science with faith, connects science with the belief. Which is the constructive force of dreams and hopes and aspirations, and it's when we're able to hold on to these. Why do we? Why is somebody more uh, apt to hold on to a hope or a dream or an aspiration than someone else? Mm-hmm. It's because they have a stronger or a, uh, a a greater measure of belief, a greater measure of faith. They have more to hold on to. Their their expectations are greater. They don't have as many doubts. They're not double-minded. They're not being tossed to and fro. They're not being. They're not susceptible to someone showing up and going. Well, you'll never amount to anything. You you can't. Who are you to dream of becoming a, a an NBA star or whatever it is that you might aspire to? So, are are you saying that you think a personality can actually make it easier for someone to manifest? Well, not a personality as much as just the measure of faith, the measure of belief. Mm. Personalities come in all sizes and shapes, and that's the way. That we were created that's what makes that's the spice of life is all of us are different i have wondered sometimes because i know that the people that i know that are sort of uh i guess you could call them super manifestors you know people who Mm -hmm. are just amazing at manifesting anything that they desire um they always seem to have a personality that that is edgy it's a little um crazy it's a little you know there's there's that little extra willingness to just be thought of as the town nut that edginess is simply all that is a confidence they have confidence Mm -hmm. and so the what you're perceiving to be edginess is just permission to be authentic yeah where where do you think that comes from is that from historically manifesting or it just comes from increase of knowledge it comes from practice Mm -hmm. increase of knowledge these are the people that know something that's good they know something that the rest of us don't don't know and they yeah. know how to manifest how to get their heart's desire and see it manifest how to reorganize the circumstances of their life and uh, we are all creators everyone has the same ability uh, the substance of things hoped for is not a respecter of persons it doesn't work uh, better for one person than it does for another all of us have the same ability the thing that sets us apart though is knowledge the increase of knowledge is something that we're all striving toward so that the habitual self will become greater 
knowing how to use the law of kinetic belief absolutely guarantees a prosperous mind, body, and soul. It guarantees a perfected life and puts you into the driver's seat so that you're not being victimized by circumstances, victimized by the thoughts and ideas of, of other people. Hmm. That's really interesting. I like, I like the concept of practicing manifesting. You said that those people have confidence because they've practiced. And, I, you know, I like that. That makes a lot of sense because um, I play the violin and I know that if I'm learning a new piece, I obviously don't have the, the same confidence as when I first opened that new music as to when I've been playing it for six months. Um, so it's an, it's an intimate knowledge. It's a practiced knowledge that, that gives you that confidence. That's a great, I like that concept. Yeah, how many edgy violinists have you seen in your life? <laughs> You know, that's, yeah, <laughs> a little, that's a good question, little, actually. Edgy. Well, you're usually going to pay pay uh, admission for an edgy violinist. Oh, that's true. They're always, yeah, I mean, there are many, many, many. <laughs> Lots um, of I, I heard a number one time that I think it was every year 76,000 new classical musicians are sort of spit out into the workplace. That seems like a lot, doesn't it? Oh, it does. And you know, here's the thing. Talking about musicians, violinists, mm-hmm. those edgy violinists the first thing that they did is they began to imagine themselves with the ability to play the spectacular uh, wonderful melodies and to be able to master that instrument mm-hmm. they saw it they visualized it yeah and then they obsessed over that they held on to the to the imagination of them playing that instrument yeah. and then they moved toward it kinetic uh, their kinetic belief the energy of them moving toward the thing that they're hoping for and they met the substance of that imagination and it began to create an aptitude it created this uh, uh, ability to to be able to to articulate the instrument to create the sounds that they mm-hmm. have wanted to emulate in their heart and in their mind and the next thing you know they're edgy and that's a great uh, example of man- manifesting is a huge part of learning an instrument learning a new a song is visualization and that, that's all it is, right? I mean, you visualize it until it starts to sort of come through your pores. It becomes you. Visualize it. You hold on to that vision yeah. and the imagination, and then you practice. You move toward that. You've got to show up, and you show up with the instrument, and you show up with the expectation to see it come to fruition, and you stay the course. You don't put it down. You continue yeah. to stay toward it, and then the substance of that beautiful music is moving toward you until the two of you meet together, and it is an expression mm-hmm. of the very thing that you were hoping for and isn't isn't that a wonderful example because when you use the word practice it denotes mistakes you're not you know it leaves room for you to mess up and start again and mess up you know we're you're not going to be perfect at manifesting the first time you try it it's a practice it's something that you will can't you can get better well at here's it. the way that i like to look at that and i believe that this is the truth of what mistakes actually are the person who is attracting the ability to play that instrument, and here we're talking about a violin, mm-hmm. already exists. There's nothing new under the sun. And as a creator, that perfected violinist within you, that pure essence of the original source of the musician, existed before you even came, showed up in, in a human form, in the being of yourself. And so as a young child or whenever you begin practicing and playing that instrument, all you're doing is unbecoming Mm. what doesn't belong in what you are becoming. So you're not learning something new. You're you're unlearning the old. You're unlearning the, the, the parts of the natural that will not be carried along into the manifestation, which is what we're talking about, of that violinist who is edgy. As you just said that, it gave me a visual of there are two ways of sculpting. And if you use clay, you're sort of taking pieces and adding to your sculpture until it becomes what you want. But then there's an an alternate one um, where you take a huge block of marble and you're sort of chipping away just any any pieces you don't want. Um, And the latter seems to be what you're saying. You know, it's like we we start with this big block of marble and everything we can imagine is inside. And as long as you're just getting rid of what did you call it? Unbecoming. Mm-hmm. As long as you're unbecoming, yeah. you yeah. just keep chiseling away those bits because what you're manifesting is already in there. That's really was it a, interesting. Was it Michelangelo that said that I, all I did was chiseled away the parts that were not dated? It, you're right. Wow. That's, that's, I totally forgot about that. Yeah. 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 You know, and this is something that, yeah, um, 
when I'm 59 years old now. What? And I began working with kinetic <laughs> belief and the law of attraction when I was five years old. That was 54 years ago. And I had someone come in, show up in my life very early, very mm -hmm. early on, a friend of the family, it cared a lot about me and uh, took me to the side and, and explained how kinetic belief works. Mm -hmm. I had no reason to doubt him. Sure. And so I, <laughs> took what, I took what he told me and began to imagine different things. And one of those things that I began to imagine and, and the practical application of the law of kinetic belief working for the law of attraction to manifest into my life was you were talking about violin. It was to learn to play the piano. And so I, without taking lessons, began to see myself playing an instrument, playing the piano, listening to, to, to songs, and imagining myself uh, having the ability to, to play. And then through the universe, the substance of my heart's desire to play that instrument began to manifest. And the dexterity through the rehearsal and unbecoming the rigidity of my inability to, to manipulate those keys... I unbecame that rigidity, and I became uh, fluent in the ability with the dexterity to begin to manipulate those keys to emulate what I was hearing coming from the universe. Mm. And as you know, I went on to play and became very proficient at playing the piano and uh, have written and just, music. I was going to say, not and, just playing. I mean, the, the pieces you compose are, are otherworldly. They're beautiful. Well, well thank you. They and I are. they are and I believe they already exist. And you've heard the you've mm. heard many people say, Well, I just you know, I'm a channel for music. Well, that's a very real thing. Absolutely. And uh I've been, you know, fortunate, blessed enough to go on and, and uh work with uh Jeffrey Silverman who who uh worked with Yanni and doing the live at the Acropolis uh, wow. back in the eighties and he's orchestrated much of the music and we went on to play with symphonies and uh doing all this original music. You know what's really funny though? Is I show up and there's um, a sixty piece orchestra symphony and they've got the music in front of them and I have no music at the piano and uh, I I've even had somebody say, Well now what key are we playing in? Well, I don't know. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> what key did I write it? What is this what does this sound like? It's really oh, kind of word. funny though. That is it, amazing. Like, are you kidding me? <laughs> but um yeah, so how cool is that? But that's the way this works if you become obsessed over it and you imagine it and you expect it and you will not accept anything less than what you are expecting that everything in this universe aligns to make sure that it happens for you that's how we have uh, are so aware of so many people that have this extraordinary ability to be extraordinarily successful when it comes to comparisons with other people do you feel just so blessed that you were spoken to that you're that someone's spoken to your life at such a young age with all of this universal knowledge that you know frankly most most people when they figure it out it's it's usually feels late in life well you know i don't believe anything just happens and yes i'm very thankful for it and uh you know i'm I don't consider myself to be a genius. Uh, I think all of us have genius within us. And, uh, you know, I'm uh, just like anybody else. The only difference is, is I made a study of this very early on. Yeah. And it has changed my life in so many different ways. Yes, very, very blessed, very thankful for it. And I've been able to help a lot of people. I think that when we're given knowledge, the, the reason for it is to share it. Yeah, that's to true. Responsibility. Absolutely. You posed the question earlier, um, does something exist before you see it manifested? And it sounds like you sort of just answered that, that absolutely it does. Yes, it does. It does. And, and there's nothing new under the sun. All of the, there are no original thoughts. We're only channeling those thoughts that already exist. As creators, when we come into the universe, those that are in touch with the creative side, and that is the opposite of being competitive, those that are creative are channeling the, the substance of a, the original source of who they are and that, that delightful person that you were meant to be from the very beginning. I have a question um, about manifesting. I've heard um, people say that manifesting is really just the result of, for example, you're focusing on making more money. And so that focus simply leads to you thinking about that more, which leads to you working harder, more ideas, 
basically they're saying that instead of a physical phenomenon of it really being you know manifested on this molecular level that you're just changing your thinking and you're for and you're making it manifest because you thought about it um i hope i I phrased that correctly. Yeah, and that's a great question and a great observation as well because you're, there is some truth to that. It's not altogether 100% the, the entire case, but there is some truth to that. And that's where some of the confusion is. Mm-hmm. You'll get the bulldog attitude that, you know, I'm, I'm going to pull, I'm going to be successful and pull my bootstraps up and it's all me and I'm going to show up before anybody else. I'm going to work <laughs> harder than everybody and by the yeah. sweat of my brow, I will be successful. Yes. And if the one job doesn't do it, then I'll work three jobs jobs and there's that attitude yeah well uh that is somebody that is going to have more are they successful and absolutely not and the reason is is because when you believe that it's up to you you're leaving all of your pursuit and and possibilities for success up to the natural and you are discarding the greatest source of of uh a celebratory success that's available to all of us and that yeah. comes from the supernatural and putting the substance of those things hoped for um, into your life and this this actually is what creates a wonderful journey for you it takes you places you never imagined that you would go it opens up possibilities that you never thought of because if you are relying solely on your own ability to see, feel, hear, to do it, then you you better have a 10-year plan for success because when you get down the road at the end of 10 years, all you're going to see when you look around is what you had ab- just planned for mm-hmm. because you're planning out. When you are a planner and you, you are counting on success from the sweat of your brow, you are not, you, you are going to say (laughs) no to so many different opportunities that will show up just because you have your own by God plan and nobody's going to change. It's your way or the highway. It's the way you've always done it. You can't teach an old dog, new tricks, all that stuff that is not going to lead to success. Success is when the mind, body, spirit, and soul are advancing toward perfection. Hmm. Perfection includes optimistic happiness, joy, experiencing new things and uh, a heart's desire is not something that we are aware of there is a, um, a a deep expression of self that goes even beyond the ability of perception that exists within us that's only revealed when we open ourselves up to the law of attraction wow um so it's really it sounds like it's a nice partnership between you know obviously you're putting action to your belief um, because that's the that's the demonstration that that you're believing for this thing, but then you're also not discounting all of these really beautiful encounters, um, as you like to say, it's a serendipity moment. Um, so that's that's interesting because because you also, I mean, you can't people can't sit at home thinking I'm going to sit in my recliner, close my eyes, and visualize this thing and do nothing. And it will appear. No, right. That, so it's that's it's, the other end of it. Again, and it's like a middle ground. That's correct. It's yeah. awakening your again your supernatural ability of perception to kinetically believe to move toward the thing that you are attracting. Mm-hmm. There's a meeting ground for that. There's an expectation, but then there's an openness to the unexpected. That uh, uh, thing that thing that shows up that's going to be the answer to the what you have been perceiving and believing for the thing that you've been desiring. I'd like to talk for a moment about environment. Um, Many, many people believe that environment dictates a lot of things in our lives. What do you think is the, would be the ideal, the perfect environment for manifesting? Well, I think you started to, you may have begun to answer your own question there at the very beginning. It has nothing to do with environment. And the environment that's required, if we're going to talk about environment, is one where you have the ability to imagine Mm. uninterrupted be uh, not interrupted in your imaginations and because if if you if you allow your environment to dictate what you're going to believe for then absolutely environment is going to 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 rule your life and you will be victimized by the environment you'll be victimized by the people around you absolutely so i mean you definitely can't blame not manifesting on well she wouldn't shut up <laughs> so i couldn't manage well and i guess yeah. i was also wondering let's say that you have full reign over setting the stage you know creating this perfect 
um, soil, if you will, to plant this, these seeds of manifestation. Um, if you have complete control over that, what would you do? I mean, would you, what kind of life environment would you set up for yourself to, to make this an easy process? Well, you get rid of the noise of the world and make sure you, you turn off negativity, turn off the television, get away from the fables that you, maybe you've enjoyed watching or reading about, mm-hmm. things that aren't negative, that lead to fear, that conjure up fear, because all those are going to be expressions of belief that's going to manifest or draw those negative things into your life. So if we're talking about environment, clear it. You need to clear your environment of anything that's negative, whatever that means. Get away from the noise and find a place of solitude. I like what the the, the Norwegians say. They call it a hygge place. Mm-hmm. That might be nothing more than just a, a comfortable little blanket and your, <laughs> your favorite warm beverage and a candle yeah. and quiet music and a place where you can meditate. I love that. Yeah. A, a hygge place. That's it. Yeah, yeah, it's, sure. it's like your manifesting place, your manifesting corner. That's really, that's really cool. Um, you mentioned tele, you know, television and and think TV, movies, things that we watch. I've heard people say before, um, you know, I'm an adult. I I know the difference between what's real and what's fake. And watching this show or listening to this these lyrics, it it's it doesn't affect me because I know the difference. I know it's not real. Um, I mean, you're deceived. Knowing the difference isn't uh, isn't the thing. It's whatever you're thinking on. It's mm-hmm. whatever you are allowing. It's your focus. You, yeah. you have gates, natural physical gates. Your eyes are gates. And if you are allowing an image, a negative image through that gate, then it is absolutely attaching itself to that manifester that's on the inside of you, the belief mm-hmm. system. And so you are at all times, and not just you, every, anybody that's listening, all of us in at beings in the human form are communing with negativity or positivity all the time. There's not a neutral. There's no in-between. And you're deceived if you think that you can you can hang out with all that wretched stuff and it not absolutely begin to, and I'm going to use the word conjure, uh, the manifestation of negativity into your life. Uh, the, you'll begin to experience those, those negative things. Isn't that amazing that someone could be doing all the right things to manifest their heart's desire and then... They watch a show every night about murder, and uh, yeah, and sure. You can't stop thinking and about it murder. It's just gonna one go, it thing. doesn't mean you're going to go out and kill somebody. No, yeah. let's don't. You know, I don't want you to confuse that. But what it does mean is it shuts out the light. It shuts out the unconditional love. It yeah. shuts out the expectation for that good thing to show up and manifest into your life. And it could be something just as simple as healing. Maybe you're more prone to colds and the flu than than other people. It could be because you enjoy watching shows about murder about death, destruction, because Mm. anything that comes from the negative sphere of influence is always going to lead to decay, death, dying, falling apart, sickness, brokenness, disruption, bad things. Things that are in the positive form are always going to lead to life, expansion, growth, development, health. For example, in 2001, I realized uh, after manifesting so many things all my life, and we can't get into anywhere near all of that today, <laughs> but I realized, you know what? I'm yeah. in control of all of this, including my physical body. And uh, I said, okay, I am not going to be sick anymore. Wow. I, I don't mean even a cold. Yeah. Uh, up until that time, I'd been working on the, uh, what do they call it when you get a health insurance plan? Catastrophic. Is that oh. you <laughs> That's basically like, we'll help you if your head falls <laughs> yeah. off. So if you, if you lose your head, <laughs> Bring you're, it in well, and you're we'll covered. <laughs> well, you know, so up until that time, <laughs> been, I had been manifesting, oh. you know, uh, uh, protection uh, from anything yeah. catastrophic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. So, but then I thought, wait a minute, I know how to do this. I shouldn't even have a cold. Yeah. And so I began, it's in 2001, and I began practicing, working on the belief system, believing and attracting perfected health. And as you know, I've not had a cold. It's been 18 years. Wow. Not a, <laughs> nothing, not a sniffle, not anything, amazing? no flu, no stomach problems, nothing wow. at all. Nothing. And it and this is this comes this is a one type of manifestation since we're talking yeah. about the science of manifesting, and so yeah, eighteen years of that. When I was right before my seventeenth birthday, mm-hmm. used to play a lot of basketball out in the neighborhood. And, After and you my, grew, <laughs> my best my best friend was five. Well, no, he was he 
Mike was six, 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 oh six word. feet six inches and how old tall. Were you guys? And uh, I just turned seventeen, and okay. Mike was fifteen, and he was already six six, big guy. Whoa. That's and uh, and I had grown up with him, and he didn't. He wasn't always six six. Sure. Like, oh my gosh. Okay, I knew how to do this law of attraction. I've done this all my life, and I wanted to grow, and so I began doing. And, and some other time, I'll tell you about what I another experience when I was five years old. I, I did something with my body, health wise. Okay. But so I said, I want to grow. I want to be tall enough to to be. Co- competitive with Mike and plus I was thinking about playing football in school Uh, but at the time I was five feet nine inches tall one day before my 17th birthday okay and I wrote down the height that I wanted to be which was six three okay I didn't want to be, I thought Mike looked silly being 6'6". Six, six. I don't want to be that tall. <laughs> like, that's just crazy. I don't want to duck to go down. Yeah, that's, that's nuts. But I wanted to grow. And so I began, I began imagining that growth. Mm-hmm. I'm imagining the height, imagining what that would be like, what it would, what it would feel like to be that tall, how I would play ball and play sports at that height. And then I began growing over that summer and I grew to be six feet six feet three inches tall 17 years old by the the first day of school and and people have a hard time believing it but i grew what's that six inches yes six inches over the summer and i gotta tell you i'll never do that again not because of my (laughs) not because of my age but it hurt oh my gosh my legs my heels my i could feel it in my bones at night and i kid you not i would wake up in the middle of the night yelling out from the pain in my legs from oh my growing goodness. so fast so basically so there this is sort of like a two-fold <laughs> lesson um you know how to manifest but then also you better want it you better be ready for it because well, it's a, gonna happen absolutely so you'll be laying in bed screaming <laughs> but that's you know that's one kind of physical manifestation and yeah. then we're talking about the ability to to learn something it could be a sport maybe it's tennis or golf or maybe the violin or piano something mm-hmm. like that yeah. so then there's a physical manifestation of being healed or changing your body shape yeah. your body type losing weight it works for that yes. it's amazing how you can change your physical shape using kinetic belief toward the law of attraction it has so much power you can do it for health you can i just love that you can apply this to anything that you can imagine anything at all professionally I, and I've done this with so many businesses, startup companies, and, and something that I knew nothing about. But what I did know something about was the law of attraction mm. and how to do this professionally oh, yeah. and to manifest professional things in my life. For example, I thought about, uh, okay, what do I want to do next? And what was that, 28 years old? And I thought, you know, I've never been to a, a NASCAR race. <laughs> and But you see all this reporting and... and uh, I heard that there was a, a, a race network that had been on the air in radio, and okay. it was like a little two-minute report that would come on, and it was out of New York, mm-hmm. and it went off the air. And I thought, oh my gosh, they're gone. What an opportunity. Never been to a race. Don't even think I'll go to one. But I'm going to believe for... <laughs> and how old were and you? Begin, I was 28 years old. Okay. And I'm going to believe for a race network. Yeah. I'm going to own a race network and put it out there. Well, I began obsessing over the idea, the thought of it, moving kinetically, my belief toward that race network, and uh, began looking at some magazines, developed it, put it together. And next thing you know, I had 27 radio stations Whoa. with the Southern National Race Network and calling it, these races and reporting <laughs> stations calling in and picking up the reports. And, and here we go. It's just a law of attraction at work with it. And, and, to the, and to this day, I still never go to races. Never been. <laughs> Well, I just love that, though, because what it gives all of us hope, honestly, because there are so many things that I know I want to accomplish with my life. There's still so much I want to do. And this this is the message that's saying, you know what, if you can dream it, if you can think of it, you don't have to know anything about it. You just have to know this, the law of attraction, kinetic belief. That's really exciting. It really is exciting. It is exciting for anybody because, again, it's not a respecter of persons. And that's what I want everybody to understand is that you have a, you already know that you've got the ability for perception on the inside of you. Mm -hmm. You can see things that cannot be seen. You are aware of things that are not uh, available to the senses. And that supernatural connection is the only thing that's perhaps missing from your life. So, and, and here's the thing. The supernatural ability of perception, you see, time is a continuum. And yes, we're all inside of this time factor. Here we are. 
And it's a continuum for the physical, but it's not for the substance of thoughts. Substance of thoughts exists in the universe and beyond. The, the subconscious has an eternal existence where there is clarity of the past, of the present, of the future, of all possibilities. Another way of saying that is that's our dreamer. That's beyond the thinker. The thinker is the practical expression of the dreams. The dreams come from this, this other sphere of influence that's available to anyone should they dare dream. And then when you have the vision, the purity and essence of that vision, when it comes from that place of dreaming and you hold it as thought form, what you're actually doing is creating a vacuum for the expression of that dream to come in and uh, inhabit that vacuum that you've created through thought form to the place where if it has to, like dynamite, it will rearrange your circumstances to align what's in the physical with the, with that substance of dreams. And that's the way all of this works on the quantum level. This is what's been observed in the laboratory. This is what all the, the different doctrines of faith have known for thousands of years. This is how faith works. Jesus used to say that the substance of your faith is what has made you whole. And he knew something about faith. <laughs> yeah. And and others would come along and, and, and write about this and understand that there's something else at work here. What is it? What is faith? What is belief? Under the microscope, using a collider, they have now witnessed faith. They've wow. seen it. There is substance. And it is manipulated by belief. Before the Big Bang, there was an expression of belief that held thought form that then slung what was believed for, the bias of that belief into existence, giving shape and form and mass to all that there is in the universe, and nothing has been duplicated. No two people are alike. Everyone is unique and special. Everyone has a special purpose designed by the Creator for a very specific reason and a specific purpose. All we have to do is use the substance of that belief to begin materializing and manifesting the kind of life that you know you deserve. It's kind of interesting, isn't it, that the same creative power that, cause, that causes us to even exist is within our own grasp. I think that's a really beautiful picture that you painted. Yeah, yes. Well, I believe that we are all prosperous. Just because you're not living a prosperous life doesn't mean you're not prosperous. Just because you might have health issues doesn't mean you're not healthy. Just because you're not successful doesn't mean you're not successful. All these are the things that we have to unbecome in order to, like we were saying earlier, reveal that perfected person that's already in existence well i've heard you say many times it's the truth versus facts which i think is a really great way of laying that out um you know if you have a bad report at the doctor you always say well that's that may be the fact but i know the truth and and differentiating that in your life is one of the main keys to manifesting in the natural facts will always show up to wrestle with the truth to see if you who you go and you're the referee you get to decide who's <laughs> yeah. going to end up on top and who's going to end up on the bottom yeah. Yep. And if you pull for the fact, well, it's going to end up on top and it will put its heel on the neck of truth. And if you pull for truth, then it's going to win the day and you're going to experience the value and the, the, the beauty of the truth of who you are. Isn't that an interesting concept that things in life can show up just to see what you're going to call it? You are the deciding witness always. It's what you're going to, you are the deciding witness. That's yeah. what you say about it is going to win the day. That's hard to get into our head sometimes, isn't it? Because life has a way of making you feel as though you are at the at the um, mercy of fate. And that's something that we have to mentally overcome, I think, constantly. Like, constantly remind ourselves that we are in control, that we have the power, that we have the authority in our life. I don't think, I think that's something we'll have to maintain forever. Well, here's the thing. When the being of your soul comes into this universe and ended up on this planet uh, in the physical body that mm-hmm. it's now inhabiting, you, with that natural state of being, there are two influences that are at work. One is decaying, and the other one is to prosper. And you have 
at all times, there are two voices on the inside of you. One is always condemning you. You're not worthy. Who do you think you are? You're going to fail. You'll not have enough. Well, you know, it's Christmas and you're always sick at Christmas. You're going to get a cold. They had one, so you're going to get it. You know, granddaddy had cancer, so you're going to have cancer. Condemnation is always working against you. And then on the inside of all of us, we also have an inner voice of prosperity that's always guiding us toward manifestation. If you will only believe it, Mm -hmm. you know the difference. All of us know the difference between good and bad. Yeah blessing uh and curse yeah falling apart growing life death there is a very distinct difference and that's you know i knew i knew a guy and every time he said every time i fly i get a sinus infection and i can't tell you how many times i heard him and he wouldn't he wouldn't talk like that about anything else except this stupid sinus infection and so every time he would fly he would get what a sinus infection <laughs> and he would say ding, ding, ding. every time he flies he gets what a sinus infection oh, i mean oh. but it's just it, it is amazing and and what's funny is that i think in life we can sort of get into these routines of thought and sayings that we say so much that we we don't even know we're doing it it's just such a habit, it, but it may be just a habit, but the the effects will absolutely manifest over and over again, whether we realize we're saying it or not. Well, you know, as you know, words are things. Yeah. There's substance to words, and you absolutely will have what you say. And that's mm-hmm. why affirmations, positive affirmations, are so vitally important to your yes. success. And, and it's how you awaken that supernatural ability of perception on the inside of you for good things. That's what gives you the ability to hold on to an imagination and cast down those negative imaginations that try to take the place of the good one. You hold on to that imagination and you obsess over it and you expect and and you will not allow anything less than that good thing to show up in your life. What are you doing? You're working on manifesting that good thing. What do you think that is, that that little voice that we all have that if you have a cold, man, you just got to tell everybody. What is that? Well, that is what that voice is, is it is part of it, There is a substance to voice. There's a substance to that inner conscious. There, there is a molecular substance to mm. the good thoughts and bad thoughts. There are two forces at work in this universe. There's good and there's evil. And both come with a voice. Mm. And you're the deciding witness. You get to decide, am I going to, am I going to be in agreement with good or in agreement with bad? Am I going to have rage? Am I going to agree with conviction? Am I going to agree with condemnation, with anger, with, um, or am I going to agree in being championed and, and celebrated? And am I going to pass this along? And, and this is another thing. It is impossible to be negative toward other people and not toward yourself. Mm, it's good. also impossible to not love other people unconditionally and love yourself unconditionally. Wow. So it begins with self. It begins with inner dialogue. Yeah. It begins with positive affirmations and saying those good things about yourself, believing and agreeing uh, with good the good thoughts about yourself and that you are worthy. You do deserve good things. You deserve to be healthy and prosperous, mind, body, spirit, and soul. What would you say to, um, let's, let's give an example, um, as let's say a mother and she has kids, she works very busy, but you know, she, let's say she understands manifesting and she's working it and she's believing it and it shows up and she's vigilant and she, she, you know, she doesn't watch the bad shows and she listens to the positive music and she's, and then the kids start screaming, everything starts going haywire and she just says, you know what? I just need, I'm tired. Manifesting is hard work. It takes a lot of energy. And frankly, I'm tired and I just, I can't do this anymore. Well, she's still, she's still someone that's early on in the experience of learning and and growing in knowledge of kinetic belief and the law of attraction. Because what happens is you put up a, you begin to build this wall up that nothing can penetrate, that cannot come into that private space, that quiet place of Mm. growth and development. And so the noise of the kids and the dogs barking and all this neck, what could be negative stuff, it exists and you are aware of it, but you don't internalize it. Mm. You don't allow it to 
to come in. You don't give it access to that inner creative part of you so that it can begin manifesting negative things into your life. You don't do it because you understand the consequences of it. And sometimes all you need to do is not make a tough decision and say, I can't do it anymore because you're not actually doing anything except not receiving the thing that's bad for you. And that actually then becomes pretty easy. That's a great, that's a really great point that, hey, at the very least, um, just sit quietly and keep your mouth shut. That's, <laughs> just don't say, that's don't do anything. That's a good time to be quiet, isn't it? <laughs> just don't say anything negative. I love that though, because at least by, at the very least, you're not causing harm and you're not undoing all the work you've done. Well, it's important to realize, don't tangle with it either. Don't go in there and give it a piece of your mind and go, <laughs> okay, I've, I've heard enough of this. Let me tell you what I think about because what's happening. You're being pulled into, as, uh, into the yeah. negative influences that it's are like going the, to going to now do it's going to derail you it's like the definition of rising above ability to perceive that perception on the inside of you yeah you you have a a knowing Mm. that's already within you and this awakens that supernatural ability of perception you know i believe i believe that uh the inner voice of prosperity guides us to manifestation. I believe that. I believe it it helps us to discern what's good for us and what's not good for us. And it's tapping into the original source of who you are. Mm -hmm. If you be quiet long enough to listen to that, it will never lead you into the wrong direction. You'll always, you'll have a peace about it and you'll feel good about the direction that you're going in. You know, I believe in, uh, I believe that we're prospered in order to be able to share wealth and to be able to give to good works and to help other people out Mm -hmm. and to be generous with other people. And I know I've told you the story before, but there was a time and, and this is again, just tapping into that ability of perception on the inside of us. And there is there's no time when it comes to ideas and thoughts it's in the subconscious and it exists outside of the natural and so here i I was i drove up to a gas station in fact this was up in the mountains a little little town way back up in the mountain i pulled into a gas station to fill up my car with gas and there was an inner voice and of course i'm always sensitive to that and i'm i'm listening at all times and the inner voice said, I want you to put gas in that car. Well, I just filled up my car, and so I'm looking around, and there's not another car there. Hmm. No one else in the gas station, and it was late <laughs> in the day, and I'm just sitting out in the parking lot. And I think, well, there's not another car. I don't know what that, that means. And so I put the gas pump, the gas handle back on the pump, and uh, again, put gas in that car. Very clearly, wow. audibly, in my spirit. I can hear this in my mind. I yeah. heard it. Again, there's no one, no one there. And so I just stood there. I stood and I just, you know, just waiting to hear something <laughs> else or see something. Car. I don't know. I'm just standing there, a little baffled by it. Yeah. And then here comes this little white car down the hill toward the gas station. And it was out on the main road. And it coasts into the gas <sighs> station. I'm wow. not kidding. And it pulls all the way up to the gas pump. And it just comes to a stop there. And I don't, I'm not even looking at who's driving. I'm just standing there. And so, Megan, I step across to the other side. And, I'm, and, and I think more than anything, I'm, I'm a little, little <laughs> I'm, I'll admit it, I was a little bit agitated by the fact that here I am. <laughs> this is not something that I usually do. And, you know, if I'm helping somebody else, I know who they are, first of all. And it's someone sure. that, you know, it's an acquaintance or a friend. Right. And so I step over there and I just flip open the, the gas cap. I'm tired. I'm exhausted. I'm a, okay, I'm ill. And so I unscrew the cap and I just shove the, the, the gas pump, the thing into there. And I start pumping the gas. I'm just standing there pumping gas. Yeah. And, and um, this young woman gets out of the car and she walks around to the back of the car. And she says, what are you doing? And I thought, well, that's a good question. <laughs> what am I doing? So I'm, I'm putting gas in your car. Did she say, it takes premium? She didn't oh. say anything. She said, what are you doing? And I'm putting gas in your car. And she said, well, oh. why are you doing that? I said, well, I just believe I need to put gas in your car. Okay. And she said, well, I just ran out of gas. She oh said, goodness. I coasted in here. And she said, I, I don't have any money. All I have is, I, she said, I got this money out, found this change underneath the floor mat. And wow. she opened her hand and she dropped the change on the back of the trunk of the car. It was just a, you know, a wow. quarter and a couple dimes or something. And she said, 
I'm a single mother and I'm trying to get home and I can, I can pay you back later. And I just, you know, I don't, I didn't know what I was going to do. She starts to cry. Oh, oh my goodness. And I told her, I said, you, I said, honey, you keep your money. I said, this is just, this is for you. Let me help you out. Yeah. And she just stood there in disbelief. I filled up her car Wow. and she gave me a hug and she drove away. And that was the experience, but that's what it means. And that's what the supernatural ability of perception will do for all of us. Mm. If we will be quiet, protect ourselves and your, your senses from the noise of, of decay and, and fear, anything fearful. And the news is pumping fear all over the world right now. And none of us have any business listening to that stuff. Don't worry about all those things. Everything is advancing toward completion and perfection, including you. So stay on that bandwagon of, per, of perfecting yourself. It's possible so that you can be a blessing and a light in a dark world and, and become optimistic and know that all things are possible for you if you'll just believe in the good and avail yourself to that and not align yourself with negativity anymore. How do you get to the point of trusting your intuition to that level? Um, I know that I've had recent conversations with a good friend and she has amazing instincts. She has a lot of love for people. She's extremely sensitive and typically her, her intuition is one, one million percent correct. However, she always has this need to run it by me, our friends, other people to sort of get this consensus on her, on her gut instincts. How do you get to the point of just being like you did, you know, you heard that voice, you went, okay, I, I heard it. I know it was my gut. My intuition says to do this. How do you get to that point of trusting that? Well, you, it takes, first of all, it does come with knowledge and you're some, this is somebody that has not ever taken time out to get away from the influences in their life, to become honest enough with themselves, to, to recognize why they're here. Yeah. What are your aptitudes. Stop allowing other people to form your thoughts and your ideas and be honest enough with yourself to say, you know what? I am not Jane. I'm not Billy. I am not mom or dad. I am not my brother. I'm not my sister. I am not who the professor said I was. I am none of these people. You are uniquely you. And so get away from that long enough. Isolate yourself. And ask yourself these questions. What makes, what, what would agree with your happiness? Yeah. What is unique about you? How are you different? And embrace that and fall in love with yourself. That's a, that's a very cool concept because when it's as if you're saying, okay, trust your intuition. But as you do that, you're actually trusting the fact that you are unique. You're, you're demonstrating that you believe that your thoughts, your ideas are unique to you and that that matters. But that's important. You have to get away from those influencers because they've been in, they've been forming your thoughts and ideas about yourself. Yeah. You see, dreams and visions are the guideposts for exploring your perfect self. Wow. Go back to those that you had as a child. Try to try to dream. You know, think of some of those. Stir up some of those ideas yeah. and those thoughts that you had when you were young, mm-hmm. and then begin embracing those greater endeavors over you know the present experiences, those endeavors, imagine, imaginative endeavors, the things that used to excite you, that you thought about when you were young, because that's where you're going to find most of the essence of the purity of who you really are, that you need to be working on uh, embracing and, and holding on to. That's really good. Do you, do you believe that there's sort of this, uh, I don't know quite what to call it, other than maybe a network of manifesting of, let me clarify my question when let's say you're believing for one thing and somebody else is believing for another thing and that need you can sort of co-equally meet that need for this other person um do you think man two people manifesting something that is similar do you think they can like attract each other and sort of like one person is meeting this need and that person's meeting the i don't know quite how to say it yes and that's when well you're talking about love you're talking about two people that love each other. Maybe they're not husband and wife or uh, life mates. Maybe you're just best friends or your family. Maybe it's, it's your mother or your father or a sister or a brother, but someone that you love. 
But what happens is when you begin to share the commonality of thoughts and ideas and you embrace those certain things, then the essence of the two of you can become one. And the idea of that uh, is expressed through an agreement. And there is power. There is power in two coming together in agreement that can begin to manifest the thing that you're hoping for. You see, intentional users of the law of kinetic belief increase awareness and they are absolutely most productive while creatively being reflective and this can absolutely happen one with the other okay um yeah i love i love that concept that's a really beautiful thing imagining so many different people believing for something and it all kind of works itself together it's like this really beautiful dance or something of of manifestation something that i personally struggle with is i want to manifest everything (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I wake up in the mornings and I'm just thinking about my health, fitness, money, relationships. I mean, the, the list of stuff that I'm constantly focusing on manifesting is very long. And sometimes it, it almost feels as though I don't have enough time or energy to manifest just this ridiculous amount of stuff. And I should just focus on one thing. Um, what would you say to that? I mean, is that possible? Should we just be manifesting like this whole picture of life or focus on one thing at a time? How do you, how do you That's approach That's a great it? question. And a, a good answer for that would be, let's say, for example, that you're, uh, you're focusing on perfected health. You don't have to become a physician or a, 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 a doctor with all this knowledge in order to do that. You don't have to know how the heart operates and the correct function of the kidneys and the liver and all of that operates in order to manifest perfected health. What you do is you have an idea of a, of, uh, of a holistic self that where there is nothing uh, functioning improperly. From the top of your head to the bottom of your feet, you see health. You see a glowing energy, and you visualize that. And you see the uh, just healthy glow to your skin, and it, your personification goes before you, and it uh, receives you when you arrive. And this, this, this image of yourself is what you're holding on to. And then on the quantum physical level, everything will align itself in order to bring that to pass for you. I love the word holistic. And that's, that's really a powerful word because it reminds me that, you know, you should just be visualizing your, like you said, you should be visualizing yourself, your relationships, what you look like, what you feel. And just like, I love the idea of, you know, you're manifesting a vision, you're manifesting one big amazing vision of what you want every corner of your life to be like that's really cool self-awareness yeah. holistic self-awareness is all that's required and you are optimistically seeing yourself happy mind body spirit and soul advancing toward completion okay wow that's wonderful well and that's the way it works that's how you develop in, in the development in the practice of casting down negative imaginations is a huge part of this yeah. and again just goes back to fundamentally saying you know what you've got a choice you have a choice to agree with the good or agree with the bad you have a choice to take that phone call and be a backstabber uh, verbally <laughs> on the phone again yeah. or not to do that and put everybody on notice you know what I'm not going to talk junk about anybody else anymore not only am I not going to talk about it but I'm not going to listen to it. Yeah. And if you got something good to say, by all means, call me. If you don't, I just, <laughs> I don't have time for it. I don't, I'm working yeah. on something here. I, I love something you said just the other day. You, you, you called yourself a peacemaker. I thought that was really mm-hmm. cool. Like when, when people call you and they, they have a problem with another person, you're the peacemaker. You help mend those fences instead of exacerbating relationship problems. I thought that was a cool way to put it. Well, we're all called to be peacemakers, and it begins yes. with self. Mm-hmm. Make peace with yourself. Stop beating yourself up. Wow, that's You powerful. are unique. You're beautiful. You are one of a kind. And there's nothing broken with you. And you need to stop receiving condemnation. Cast it down. Don't listen to those negative influencers anymore. Do some, do some closet cleaning. Reorganize your house <laughs> and get rid of that stuff once. And you know what? It's, it's only a yeah. hard decision because you're refusing to make it. Wow. It becomes really easy. It's a Band-Aid. Jerk that thing off and get on with the good life. I like that jerk off that band-aid start manifesting clean out the closets met that's a metaphor and i do need to clean out my closet <laughs> i really do <laughs> and yes you actually do yeah so, i have yeah. a shoe problem okay yeah, yeah, i'll write, admit it i'll write that down for you okay yeah, thanks clean the closet. <laughs> wow this has really flown by today i think this has is probably the fastest topic we've ever gotten through it just it flew by 
I cannot well, well, believe it's been an you know, hour. There's so much to the science of manifesting, but but I think the way to understand it is just the the belief mm. behind manifesting. Hold on to it and accept nothing less, yeah. and know that it's on its way. And I I like just I like that you're telling us too that hey, you know what? If you're listening to this, if if it's even a passing thought, you are capable. You can do it. That's I just love the idea that any of us can manifest anything we imagine. That's very exciting and we're already doing it whether you believe it or not you are living the life you've been that's a good point you know you're already putting out all this manifesting power either way so at least make it work for you well one of the biggest things you can do best things that you can do to help yourself along the way of manifesting the good things into your life Mm -hmm. is to get our law of attraction guided journal it is a 100 day challenge you will absolutely see the results of it it's positive it's fun it's good it's guided and you know what it works and I have to say I've I've read through it at this point and it really does a beautiful job of taking you through really you know each day is a is sort of a quantum leap in the right direction toward manifesting what you're wanting every single day has an amazing lesson and the lessons connect in a really cognitive way um, it's just it's a it's a work of art actually, and it's not just a a quote a day. It's a teaching a day. It's a it's it's really sort of like a master class every fun. day. Yep. Speaking of master classes, coming up January the 11th, we will, Megan and I will be yes, in New York, and New York. we hope to see you there for one of the master classes where you are going to absolutely learn to awaken your supernatural ability of perception mm-hmm. and begin attracting those good things into your life. Yeah, it's so exciting. Um, we'll actually be recording one podcast live from the event. That's just one small facet of many things that we're going to be covering that evening. And more information about that can be found on the website kineticbelief.com. Kinetic with a K, or just shoot us an email, kineticbelief at stephencanyon.com. Yeah, we always love hearing questions, comments about the podcast, about the broadcast. Um, Just, hey, just say, give us a shout out. Just email to say, hey guys, what's up? This has been so much fun. Thanks again, Megan. Thank you for all the wisdom. Very excited to (laughs) implement all of this. All right, bye.